Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everyone? Stanio Smooth here. I wanted to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Canada Dips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at CanadaDips.com for 20% off your next order. That's BellyUp20 at CanadaDips.com. It's time to BS. Coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York. Welcome to the 168th episode of Time to BS. Um, I've, I've had a lot on my mind for the last week. And I figured, you know, doing this would help me get off my mind. So, here we go. Um... trying to see how to do this, so, you know, just do my thing, just do do my thing, pretty much, um, take it one step at a time, that's it, so, D'Amico Ryan's got hired by the Houston Texans to be the next head coach of the team, and it's a genius hire when you think of it down the road, um, you gotta think of it. So, they have a decent-looking team, roster-wise, you know, despite having the number two pick. They got a good-looking secondary. They really do. And you got to think to yourself, boy, if they just draft right, if they have a good free agency, they'll be better. 
they'll be a little better. They will. Next up. San Francisco is in a bit of a pickle situation, aren't they? Do you take the red pill? You're basically in a red or blue pill kind of situation like in the Matrix. Do you take the red pill and start Brock Purdy or have an effective passing offense? Or you take the blue pill and you get a hybrid of both with Trey Lance but have the risk of being injured and having to be extremely raw at quarterback. What pill do you take? Where do you go? Where do you realistically go from here? Um, you can't really, you know, you you can't really pick. It's so difficult to pick because on one hand you're like, yeah, I could see them go with Purdy, but at the same time you invested a lot to Trey Lance. So, what do you do? What do you do? I figured, you know, doing this pod would get me, would get some of this stuff off my mind and clear my head, which it usually does. So, what do you do here? What the hell do you do? If you're San Francisco, you have no idea. So... That, that's a great... My prediction, I think they go with Trey Lance. Um, or go with Purdy to start the year. If he struggles, go to Trey Lance. See what you got in him. If not, trade him. If you feel confident that Purdy's your guy, trade Trey Lance. See what you can get out of him. Go from there. I... I'm fascinated by this trade that was made by the Brooklyn Nets, the first of the two. Kyrie, good fucking riddance. Good riddance if you're Kyrie Irving, man. Good riddance. I mean... (laughs) This is funny. Um... Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving played all 74 games together. That's it. In four years. And amassed only one playoff series victory and seven total playoff wins. Think about that for a second here. Think about that. Brooklyn, you did it again. You did it again. This is what you get. You did it again. You invested all your time and all your money in three, two, three guys. Look what it got you. Nothing. Nothing. Seven playoff wins. That's it. That's what you get. I can't say anything because I'm a Knicks fan, but, you know. If I were in the Knicks, excuse me, in the Nets shoes of Kyrie Irving... He was traded to Dallas, and good God, he had to go. He had to go. He had no. Yeah, I had no choice. We had no choice. As a New Yorker, I'm sick of him. As a New Yorker, I'm sick because 
Listen, I, I'm not going to get into his, you know, beliefs, policies, whatever. Whatever he believes in is up to him. But dear God, the dude never plays. He plays like half of his games. And even when he plays, he gets hurt. So what do you do? What do you do? You train him. Good. Next up, the other two that was traded that was actually dealt, you know, a couple days ago was, you know, it was actually yesterday, yesterday morning, as we're recording this, uh, Kevin Durant was traded, you know, to Phoenix, and good God, um, Phoenix is going to be a monster, be clear with that, if you have DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and now Kevin Durant in here. Good God, Phoenix is going to be a monster. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm proud to say that, you know, thank God I'm not a Nets fan. But at the same point, if I am a fan of any team in the West, I'm like, good God, what are you doing? Now, out of Dallas or Phoenix, who's going to finish with a better record? I think Phoenix will be. But the West is so tight. The West is so tight. The West is really tight from, like, the two seed to the six seed. And it's tight. So, um, if this helps Phoenix in the long run, good. If it doesn't, eh, who knows? Who knows? But... This is one of those definitely we shall see kind of deals because you're stuck with them. Phoenix, you're stuck with them. You are. Uh, Next up, Trent Dilfer. You remember that name? Former Ravens quarterback Trent Dilfer actually makes a great point for what he says. Um, In ESPN's 30 for 30 documentary, Bullies of Baltimore, uh, in the 2000 Ravens defense, former Ravens quarterback and Super Bowl winner Trent Dilfer says, The game is too easy for quarterbacks today. You can't hit a receiver over the middle, and progressions are way too easy for today's quarterbacks. I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers. But those, but today's quarterbacks would not have survived in the, in the era that we played. Technically, he's right. Technically, he's right. And here's why. In 1984, Dan Marino threw for 5,000 yards. Think about that for a second here. 1984, Dan Marino threw for 5,000 yards. First quarterback to ever do that. Since then, 5,000-yard passing seasons are pretty much routine. Routine. Next, it's going to be 6,000. Patrick Mahomes just won the MVP. And he's another 5,000-yard passer. So, and the joke I was making was Dan Marino would literally have 7,000 yards if he played today. You can't hit anyone. You can't. You cannot hit anyone. And if you say, oh, yes, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. You realistically can't. It's like saying, 
I'm just gonna, you know, touch this guy and boom, 15 hour penalty. It's, t- it's like sarcastable today. So, the last great all time defense we saw was in 2015, the Denver Broncos. The Orange Crush. We will never get a defense like that again. Ever. Ever. We won't. We won't ever. You know, there are teams that will be close, but we will never get a defense like that ever, which would just struck fear into you and would hit you hard. You would never get that again. So, Trent Dilfer's right. Um... Also, yesterday, the Rangers traded for Vladimir Tarasenko in a bombshell move. Um, good trade. The Rangers uh, Rangers win the trade because St. Louis wasn't going to do anything. Um, the, the Blues had to get rid of him. St. Louis just had to get rid of him. They had to get rid of his contract. I mean, you have no choice. You have no choice if you're the St. Louis Blues because you have to get rid of him in order to retain, in order to get some salary back, and get much needed draft picks from the Rangers. So, <clears throat> I think you were right to make this move if you're St. Louis. Um, the Islanders also retained Bo Horvath for eight years and eight and a half million. Some people say overpayment. I say we'll see. We shall see. Um, But the Islanders right now are in the thick of things. The Rangers are currently in third place in the Metro. The Islanders are tied for fifth. Think about that. The Islanders are tied for fifth. The Rangers are right there. And by it was all said and done, those two teams could meet in the playoffs in the first round. Think about that shit for a second here. It's all. It's gonna be a great matchup. Um, I also completely forgot Frank Wright got hired, but as, as the Panthers head coach, good, good hire, good move, really good move. Um, you want a quarterback whisperer, Carolina? You got him. Frank Reich was treated poorly. I mean, not treated poorly, but he was screwed by the Colts. He was screwed by Andrew Luck's retirement. Screwed, blatantly screwed. You trade. You then got Philip Rivers, traded for Carson Wentz, traded for Matt Ryan, got fired, and now you're in Carolina. I, I hope you succeed, man. I hope you do. I pray to God that you do. Um. So, <clears throat> well, um, you know, I got two more things to discuss, and then we'll give the official Super Bowl. I got one more thing to discuss. After the Super Bowl predictions, so as I said earlier, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP, and so I, I'm I'm going to toss up here. I'm going to toss up in this game. On one hand, I want to see Kansas City win another Super Bowl. On the other hand, I want to see Philadelphia win because I can't stand the Chiefs fan base. I can't. This says a lot because I'm from New York. I know, right? <clears throat> so, who do I think wins the big game? <sighs> you know, 
I'm going to give you a little history lesson for you. Since 1999, there has never been, since 2000, there has never been an, a player to win the MVP and the Super Bowl in the same year. Last time that happened, the year prior, 1999, Kurt Warner and the St. Louis Rams. Since then, Kurt Warner, MVP, 2001, lost. 2002, Rich Gannon, lost. 2005, Sean Alexander, remember that game, lost. 2007, Brady, lost. 2009, Peyton Manning, lost. 2013, we know that story, Peyton Manning, lost. 2015, Cam Newton lost. 2017, wait, 2016, Matt Ryan lost. 2017, Tom Brady lost. Next one is Patrick Mahomes. I I think they lose this. I think the Eagles win. I look at the Eagles on paper and say, that's a machine. That is a machine right there. That is a full-blown machine. And... I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a good defensive game. Not like the last time the Eagles played in the Super Bowl, but like a relatively good defensive game. Where you say, you know, give me the Eagles 27, Kansas City 23, and I'll be happy. And one of Jalen Hurts or... A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, one of those three to win the MVP of the game. It's going to be a quarterback because, you know, quarterback bias, but what do you know? Um, That's just my personal thoughts. So, I think I want to get a lot of stuff on my mind. And just been under a tremendous amount of stress lately. And trying to find ways to just clear my mind. And I wanted to do a podcast earlier, but it just it didn't really work out. So I'm doing it right now. And it's been it's been helping me. It's you know, doing these shows is really therapeutic and doing them really helps clear my head with a lot of shit that's like distracting. So you know, I'm thankful for you guys that do listen to here and that do join this journey. And it's been a up and down crazy one, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you guys have been around to stick through here to this point. So for that, I am eternally grateful. I thank you guys wholeheartedly. That'll do it for this episode of Time to BS. My name is Stanley Smooth. I am coming to you once again from the beaches of Long Island, New York. And I'll see you guys around in this life or the next one. Have a good one.